everybody, if marketing was easy, everybody would spend money wildly. And then all of a sudden, great things happen. If horse racing were easy, everybody would just be gambling. And then all of a sudden, that, I learned that from my grandfather who used to sell butter. And so. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Monica Smith of Market Smith Inc. Monica, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Gresham. Good to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking some time out. I'm super excited to have you on the show. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Monica so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Monica founded Market Smith Inc. in 1999 on the idea that technology and humanity are inextricably linked when it comes to creating successful consumer-centric marketing. Her mission then, as now, was to provide clients with the most advanced tools to build powerful marketing models that mitigate risk, maximize ROI, and drive growth. She drove Market Smith Inc. to be one of the largest women-owned, operated, independent media and marketing agencies in the country. And she is considered one of the strongest active CEOs in media today, especially in omni-channel marketing, strategy, marketing media strategy that drives uh, retail success. Empowered by diverse subject matter experts who share Monica's growth mindset, Market Smith has become one of the premier MarTech agencies in the U.S. with a collection of patents and awards to boot. Monica, super excited to hear about all your success and even more excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I am, Gresham. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. So I think that, you know, um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know exactly what that meant. I just saw a bunch of, of folks that, you know, mostly men, right? Um, strike out on their own and create things that were really important to, to the nation, right? And, and, and eventually to the world. I wanted something to do with that. So, you know, whether it was my own landscaping business or ice cream route, you know, just those things that kids do with all of that, that money in my pocket and um, not having to ask my parents for, for some change um, really resonated with me. So, Fast forward, I, I had a chance that when I got out of college, I had a lot of entrepreneurial opportunities that were great. One great company after another. And this is in, you know, in the 90s, which was a really interesting time for business. It was really was where brands really started to rise. And, you know, I, I tried my hand, you know, like a classic entrepreneur, two years here, two years here, two years here. And then um, I, I hit a, a place where um, I was doing extraordinarily well, but decided that it was really important for me to, um, you know, come out and tell my story. And and I fell in love with a, a woman at the time, which wasn't probably great for my career. And it wasn't great because this was, you know, don't forget, this was the exact same time, really, that Matthew Shepard had been killed. Right. Mm. So it was it was not the ideal time in business. It was just not, you know, so I decided at that moment when I was fired um, and it, and it wasn't as pretty as you're fired for that. Right. It was really subterfuge on uh, what actually created the, the, the confrontation that created that moment. 
but I just didn't want to have that confrontation again. You know, I really want, I love the idea of overseeing people. I had great relationships with our bosses. I just um, was different. I knew I was different, not just because I just wanted to move things faster, right? That's the classic entrepreneur. And to be honest with you, a true CEO wants to move things through. So I tried my hand at that. And uh, that was, Gresham, that was a 20 something years ago, 22 years ago. And here I am today, started out in a bedroom in my home and, uh, and today we've got a, a great staff and doing some good things, working for some extraordinarily fantastic brands. So I'm very fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're definitely fortunate, you know, for everything you're, you're being able to do and, and to take that baton or that or, or the torch, so to speak, and to, to run with it as well, too. Because I think so many times we forget that when we lean into, you know, who we are and stay true to who we are, especially too, not only is it, you know, really um, hopefully great for us, but also impacts and, and creates a lot of motivation and reminder to us individually, all of us individually as well, too, to kind of lean into ourselves and be true to ourselves. Well, I think it helps you make it, I think, from a CEO perspective, I believe that it has been essential to me becoming the leader I am today because, you know, you don't, oh, you don't, it's not like, oh, you decide that you come into your own and, you know, you wake up. What happens is it's a journey you're on. Mm -hmm. When a CEO realizes they're on a journey and it doesn't happen overnight either, but when you realize that, then you can look around, around yourself and say, all of these individuals are on a journey. And the ones that are not, right? Those are the ones you have to kind of sit there and say, is this, is this a place for them? And then you sit there and say, okay, you know, you have the ability to see people for where they are and who they are um, and what they want for themselves. And when you have a good understanding of that, seeing people past what you think they should look like or be like or act like, when you get past that and you see people exactly for where they are, who they are, and where they want to go, you become almost unstoppable as a CEO. Yeah. And I think there's a really a lot of good examples out there, right? That that talk, I mean, Tim Cook, and, and you know, you see a bunch of folks that now that are just really embracing that moment. And we as CEOs no longer have to follow this idea that everybody's supposed to fit in this box. That box has been broken open. So I think it's an amazing time to be a CEO. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate you for for doing that. And of course, sharing that as well, too, uh, because I, I often say if you run your own race, you can never lose. And I think we in business sometimes forget about that human aspect of seeing people as individuals of uh, trying not to put people into boxes and say you need to be this or you need to be that you need to be right or you need to be left. Uh, you really get the opportunity to be true you are and then the true, you know, truly successful, I should say, CEO, or entrepreneur, business owner, whatever title it might be, is able to kind of understand that we are in the human business. We are in the relationship connection business to start to build and, and grow the business according to the people that are within it. That's right. Awesome. 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 So I know you've been able to reach loads of success with Market Smith Inc. So I wanted to drill down and hear a little bit more on how you've been able to do that, what that looks like in, in terms of you working with clients and serving them. Gresham, the, you know, I, I like to tell people that um, I'm the oldest contestant on American Idol. Like you know, to me, it's like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get here overnight. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, this, this complete skyrocket to the top, but we did have, I did enjoy incremental and still do incremental success every single year. Um, and that is because as a CEO, I'm running a very large company that supports significant brands nationally. And there's a lot of media dollars that run through my shop. 
So that's one aspect of it. But, you know, entrepreneurially, you know, there is something to be said about continuing to beat yourself year over year, taking the next big leap. What's that risk? What's the reward? What it, and, you know, what's interesting, and I was thinking about, um, you know, some of the things that you've been doing and speaking over on your podcast for, you know, and, I, and in some of your interviews. And one thing that struck me that I thought was important was when I had finally reached a real significant level of success, and it wasn't overnight. Like I said, it was taking years and years and years. I didn't know I had gotten it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I got knocked down, right? For whatever reason, you know, lost my, I, you know, you can't control everything. One, you learn, first of all, that you are not in control. The second is, is that, you know, the marketplace and the landscape, the larger you get, the more risk you take on. I thought, oh, this is the way it goes. You know, I was on a great streak. And it just, and, and when I was at a really high level of success and I had not educated myself on where I had gotten to, um, it hurts to fall backwards and to kind of rebuild. Now we've rebuilt, uh, you know, again. Um, and I didn't have to, you know, but rebuilding 20% of your business is not easy when the average agency, the average growth is expected to somewhere between three and 6%. So, you know, double digits is hard. It is so hard. And so whether you're a CEO of your own company or a CEO of somebody else's company, public or private, you have to give props to yourself when you're taking something, no matter whether you got it to someplace and it fell back a little bit or whether you were taking over from somebody that couldn't take it to the next level, one way or the other, it is hard. And it is really hard in, in this landscape that used to change, right? Every three to five years, right? We're, we're already planning for potentially with, with the resurgence of COVID again, a whole nother change. So when you can't even say 18 months, like the average life of a CMO is 18 months, right? 18 to 24 months. You used to say, okay, at least CEOs and presidents had that amount of time to try to figure out whether they're not that's out the window right now a ceo is on the field calling plays more so than any other time in history i think and i can't think back at to any story where i could sit there and say the ceo was not more in play than they are right now. um i love that you've been able to do that would you consider that to be like what i like to call your secret sauce the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique it could be yourself personally or the business or a combination of both but is it that um i guess human centric you know aspect that you have uh, made it a point to, to incorporate more into the business but also like the ability to be hit with um sometimes things that don't go according to plan and be able to kind of you know say okay i'm going to make these decisions and, and, and take a step forward anyways i have always and it could be because you know just the, my gender i always wanted you know giving back was something that I thought was important for all of the, you know, it's a very simple thing for me, for those who have given much, much is expected. Truly appreciate that. And I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, I think that, um, I think I mentioned it earlier. If you have Microsoft Teams and you have uh, spare moments before you get into your reading or your email and all that, if you're able to see folks that are green in, in downtimes or, you know, off hours, I would focus on those folks first. 
I love that um, hack. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Well, what I, what I tell people about just specifically that if marketing or running your business uh, or like the horse races were easy, everybody would be doing those things, right? Everybody, if marketing was easy, everybody would spend money wildly. And then all of a sudden, great things happen. If horse racing were easy, everybody would just be gambling. And then all of a sudden, that, I learned that from my grandfather who used to sell butter. And so, you know, the reality is, is that owning a business, um, building a brand are difficult things. And just because you're trying or just because you're spending money doesn't mean you get you get to where you're going. And so I try to tell people, just make sure that you've got the right team around you. Shoot for the stars. But as you learn in your mind, everything is perfect. As the, as the reality starts to inform your mind, make sure your mind is listening. Mm, that's extremely powerful. I absolutely love that. And I think, you know, when you're able to kind of, you know, stay present according to that, but also be aware of the process and, and the path that it takes and how it's not easy, um, or everybody would be doing it and everybody would be excelling at it on top of that, then um, I think it's something that you, for one, get to embrace the journey, but also get to celebrate the wins and the parts of the journey as well, too, when you do get those wins. And so um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Monica, what does being a CEO mean to you? A CEO is the, the ultimate leader. And however you see that leadership, it is such an important role. And CEOs that have the title and that are active um, and CEOs that have the title and that are not active, all should realize that CEOs are important in, in today's community, are vital in the economy, and what I have learned is people look up to us in ways that we could have never thought about before. And so if you have that title, recognize that you are very, very important to all the people that have are, are in your business model, whether it's your own or not. And that is an awesome responsibility, more so today than ever Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Monica, truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Thanks, Christian. I appreciate this time. It was it was wonderful. And I, I, I love the fact that you were really able to, and I admire the fact that you can take those nuggets of people that all those words that people say and find really what that nugget is. So I'm going to continue to listen to you. So I appreciate very much your time, but people can reach out to me at um, msmith at marketsmithinc.com or Monica C. Smith on LinkedIn or Google me. Um, I return every single call and email that I get, even if it's a bot that's uh, for those lead gen, because I think it's important. If you want the uh, universe to respond back to you, you have to be open to the universe. So that's what I'll do. And and I think that anybody who is looking for um, growth strategies, I'd be more than happy to introduce my team who is really doing great things for companies like um, Exporting Goods and Game Changer, Love Sack, um, Shark Ninja, Brother, and Blue Mercury. And we're just so grateful for all of our clients. And so we'd love to be able to work with anybody who needs it right now. Our help. Awesome. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Monica, truly grateful for you for taking some time out and, and making a, a dent and an impact in the universe and the world with so many people. Uh, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes, but I appreciate you reminding us and of course, showing us how to be more human centric and how to remind ourselves of how important that is for ourselves, but also for our, our, our team members and their families and, and in the world as a whole. So thank you so much again, appreciate you. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.